Have you ever noticed how your best ideas come when you're on vacation? I think a lot of the biggest decisions I've made, and especially the biggest changes of direction I've made in life, have happened after I've taken a vacation. But what if you could get that same post-vacation clarity every week? What if you scheduled into your life a time where you did that same kind of reflecting, where you backed out and looked at your life and the big picture and said, am I living my priorities? In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about a simple practice called a weekly review that allows you to schedule in time every week of your life to make sure you're actually making progress towards the goals and the priorities that you say you value most. Welcome to the Redeeming Productivity Show. This is the show that helps Christians get more done and get it done like Christians. And I am your host, Reagan Rose. Well, guys, it's good to be with you for another episode. We are on episode 79, which is awesome. Um, 79 is not normally a, you know, milestone for people, but it's a lot. We're nearing 100. Uh, We passed 100,000 downloads finally, which is exciting. So it's neat to see uh, where things are headed. And it's been cool, especially over the last couple months, to see the growth in listenership um, and the growth in the people that I'm hearing from each week. Uh, I get emails from you guys throughout the week. And on that note, if you want to reach out, you just want a sounding board, you just want to say hi, I love meeting listeners. So please do drop me an email at reagan at redeemingproductivity.com. That's R-E-A-G-A-N at redeemingproductivity.com. I love to hear from listeners. Or if you get my weekly newsletter, you can always just reply to those and those go right into my inbox. Uh, Speaking of the newsletter as well, if you're not on that That is something, if you like this show, you're going to love the newsletter. It's a weekly roundup of different links from around the web that have to do with productivity and Christian living. And it's kind of my digest of all the stuff I'm trying to take in that I think applies to living a more productive Christian life. And I try to represent that to you each week. Uh, You also get insights from me in there, as well as updates on new episodes, new videos that come out, et cetera, et cetera. I'm trying my hardest to make that the best newsletter you get every week, and uh, I hope that you guys like it. So check it out. It's newsletter.redeemingproductivity.com. It's totally free, and I'd love if you jumped on there. So you guys have probably heard the distinction between efficiency and effectiveness. This is like a classic thing in productivity literature. I think it's... um, I think it was coined by Peter Drucker. And basically, efficiency is doing things the right way, doing them efficiently. And effectiveness is doing the right things. And so you might be very efficient at getting things done. You might be a very productive person. But effectiveness evaluates whether you should have been doing those things in the first place. And I think a lot of times for people who are interested in productivity, we can really get into the efficiency piece. We can know how to respond to email super fast. We can know how to block our time out so that we're filling every spare moment. And in doing that, we can feel like we're redeeming the time. We can feel like we're really making a good use of our time. And we may be or we may not be. What that depends on is whether we're being effective with how we're spending our time. Are we being productive on the right things? Are our priorities actually the things that we're spending time on? And I don't know about you, but for me, I find that 
if I don't check in with myself and reassess my priorities and relook at them and reevaluate, you know, what I'm doing each week, I often can go weeks, months, and even longer where I'm doing tons of stuff, but none of it is actually putting me closer to the goals that I said I wanted to get to. And it's like, um, like if you were on a boat and you were really efficiently sailing that boat, you know, you were making great speed, great progress. Each day you were beating where you thought you were going to be that day. You know, I don't know how sailing works on your navigation charts or something. And at the end of it, you land in the wrong place. Because even though you were being super efficient with your time, you were being super efficient with your travel, your direction was wrong. You didn't ever check the map. And so I think there's wisdom in, as Christians who are trying to be productive, I think there's wisdom in us trying to be, trying to do better at checking the map more often. And I think that this is an aspect of Christian living. It's, it's applied wisdom in my thinking. You know, we often quote on this show, Ephesians 5, 15 and 16, look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil, right? And that redemption of time means making the best use of it. You also see this in Colossians 4, 5, walk in wisdom toward outsiders, making the best use of the time, right? We're trying to make the best use of these lives. We're trying to bring God the most glory. We're trying to get things done that matter most. But are we actually walking in wisdom in this? And what I mean is, are we just getting things done or are we wisely assessing that we're getting the right stuff done and we're staying on the right, the right track? It said in that Ephesians 15, 515, look carefully then how you walk. Let's talk about practically, how do we look carefully how we walk? How do we actually pay attention to how the manner in which we're walking and what we're doing? How can we actually do that? Not just keep it as a spiritual concept, but is there a way we can apply that and do that? And that really, I think, is where the weekly review comes in. That's one way for us to walk wisely, to be circumspect, to be thinking about what we're doing so that we're not just being efficient, we're actually being effective. You know, what can happen is, you can kind of be working so hard and keeping your nose to the grindstone every day and really just cranking out efficient and productive work. You can be doing that so much that you never lift your head up to look if you are rowing in the right direction, to look if you are actually, you know, doing the things that you said are most important to you. I had this happen just as an example uh, with even with redeeming productivity. You know, I've been doing this as uh, a blog since I think 2016 is when I first started writing on productivity online. And I got myself on a schedule where I wrote one blog post a week and I just did it week after week after week after week after week. And I did this for a long time. And I kind of knew that I should probably be doing a podcast because people said you should do this as a podcast. People would like this. And I just thought, well... You know, I just need to focus on the blog. And so I kept doing that every single week and I worked really hard on it. And each time I would kind of have that in, that thought in the back of my mind, maybe you should take some time, maybe plan out how what a podcast version of this would look like. I'd think, no, no, I don't have time. I need to do the blog. 
And the funny thing was, I was doing that kind of mindlessly. So I was working really hard. I was being efficient. I had these nice systems in place so that I could churn out content every week. But when I finally stopped to think and back up from the situation and think about what's the best use of my time, how can I reach more people with the stuff about I'm writing about productivity in the Christian life, I realized that, of course, it's a podcast. And it was proven by when I started doing this, and it instantly started getting traction, way more than the, than the blog did, even. And so I just share that as an example of you can be, you can work really, really hard and be really, really efficient with your time, but not be focusing it in the right way. And only when you take the time to back up and reevaluate things do you kind of see the forest for the trees. And what I want is I don't want those epiphanies or those moments of, oh, I should be doing this instead. This would be more strategic. Or, hey, I got kind of off track on this thing. I don't want to have those just when I take like a vacation each year or just once in a while when it, it comes to mind. I want to bake into my week a time where I'm assessing, am I really making progress? Am I doing the things I'm supposed to be doing? And that is where I think just practical wisdom, very simple activity can help us. And that's a weekly review. And you probably know this already, but I'm guessing that a lot of you are like me and resist it and don't do it. Why? Because we're too busy. But maybe that's the problem. Maybe we're so busy doing the wrong stuff that we don't take the time to realize that we're doing the wrong stuff. What is a weekly review? Well, a weekly review is a concept that's core to really most productivity systems, whether you're looking at time blocking or OKRs or David Allen's getting things done methodology, just about any kind of methodology or system for productivity is going to factor in some kind of weekly review. And these look different in each system. Uh, For example, David Allen's system has three parts to the weekly review. Get clear, that's where you kind of process all the open-ended things you have. Get current, make sure all your items are up to date. And get creative, and that's where you come up with new ideas and improve how you're working and living and all that. Right, so he has this little framework, get clear, get current, get creative. But I think they're going to look different for everybody, depending on what you're trying to accomplish. And especially for a Christian, I think that there is value in factoring into this scheduled weekly review, time for prayer, time for considering kind of the state of your own walk with the Lord and those kind of things. So I want to talk about just some ideas, I guess, about what a scheduled weekly review might look like for a productive Christian. Um, In terms of time, a weekly review doesn't need to take forever, maybe an hour to two hours each week. And it's where you're basically investing time back into your personal productivity. It's hard, like I said, because you have to pull yourself away from work to do this, but I think it's worth it. Like I know it's worth it. It's been worth it in my life to do this. You're basically making a long-term investment of that time by organizing and reflecting on your projects, your work, your life, and just sort of, it's think of it as like planned maintenance for your car. You know, you got to change the oil, you got to rotate the tires, you got to do that stuff to keep it running so that you don't end up in an emergency situation in your life. And that's what happens when 
when you don't reevaluate, that you're not consistently making sure you're doing the right stuff and making progress on your goals is you end up in a crisis situation. Uh, just like with the car, you know, you end up on the side of the road. You think, what happened? Well, you didn't maintain it. And so that's what a weekly review does for you. It, it makes sure you're heading in the right direction and that everything is kind of calibrated and working correctly. Um, it's it's another analogy for it is it's like a scheduled checkup with yourself, not with a doctor, but with yourself. You're you're looking each day while you're working. I kind of think of it like your head's down. You're looking at the task level. You're looking at okay, what am I doing right now? And you're trying to do do work. And of course, you have to do that. You can't be productive if you're not actually working and you're always planning. But you need to like factor in time where you're also planning. So you need to pull your head up from looking down at your tasks and kind of back up a little bit, zoom out on the lens and look at the level of projects. And that's what a weekly review is. And some systems will talk about doing quarterly or annual reviews, which can be valuable where you do these with yourself. And that's like zooming out even further at the strategy level. But that's going to take probably a little more than one to two hours a week. That's why you kind of save those for larger increments in the year. But I just want to focus on the weekly review. I just want to focus on this one to two hour chunk of time and what you could fill it with and what are kind of some of the, the benefits of it for you. So the benefit of a weekly review is really it's a forcing function. It's an appointment you're making with yourself where you're saying, I'm going to back up and just check in on everything. That's all it is. And it forces you to clarify your thinking, uh, look at your your goals, look at your projects. And really, the benefit is it's going to make you make better decisions about how you spend your time. You know, people say, like, you want to work smarter, not harder. Uh, I, I like people who say that you should do both. Like, I want to work hard, but I also want to work smart. The weekly review is the smart part of that. It makes sure that if you're a productive person and you're working hard, you're being efficient with your time, that you're also being efficient on the right things and not just spinning your wheels. And so even though it is a time investment, and that's why I think we can be tempted to skip it, one to two hours, man, I, I don't want to give that up. I should be working, right? That's what we tell ourselves. But if you do that, it will pay for itself in the long run because it's going to ensure that you're spending your hours and your days and your weeks and your months on the right things so that you turn around so that you don't, you know, after a month or a year, turn around and say, what did I work on all year? I was working so hard, but I didn't make any progress. Well, maybe that's because you weren't reflecting on what you were doing. And I think even just like temporally, a weekly review, if you do it at the end of the week, which is what I'm going to recommend, it gives you this like peace of mind going into the weekend. So you don't always have all these things, these open loops spinning in the back of your mind of, oh, I need to follow up with that guy or ah, that project's not quite done. It, it forces you to close everything out. So, what exactly are the elements of a good weekly review? Well, like I said, it's going to be a little bit different for everybody. I'm just going to offer you a bunch of suggestions. And my big suggestion would be that you do it, uh, whatever that looks like, and just start planning that out. But it's good to maybe have a checklist of the types of things you want to go through each week. And it's just a little, you know, pre-flight for you before you uh, leave for the weekend. Here's a few different things you can do in a weekly review. First, there's kind of the category of dealing with all the loose ends. Uh, this is a part where you, if you keep up with your email, uh, do inbox zero, which I like that. That's what I recommend. I know other people have different approaches to their inbox, but inbox zero, if you don't know what it is, is basically 
an approach to email where you let your inbox be an inbox. You deal with, file away, delete, respond to emails, and you try to always keep that thing at zero. Um, the chaos of a normal week doesn't allow you often to have that always every single day at zero, but during your weekly review, it's a good time to make sure everything is dealt with or put in a place so that you will deal with it come the next week. Um, and if you're doing inbox zero, one thing people forget about is do this with your text messages, do this with your social media DMs. We live in a lot more than just email these days, um, like Slack, or if, you, if your company uses Teams or something like that, if you're working in an office, all those things, deal with them, all the loose ends in terms of communication. Um, maybe you keep notes in a notes app on your phone. Uh, I have an app I that's called Drafts on my iPhone and on my computer, and it's just a quick app where you can just drop notes super fast. I just like it because it opens instantly and you can just start typing. That's really the one thing I use it for. But that can fill up with ideas I had or to-dos, and they're not really in the right place yet. So during my weekly review, I make sure that that's all emptied out, that anything that goes, needs to go into my knowledge management software, whether it's Notion or Roam Research, or if it uh, needs to go into Things 3, which is what I use for task management, I clear out drafts completely. This could also be true for you for, um, again, if you work in an office environment, maybe you take meeting notes. Oftentimes in meeting notes, there are, uh, there are things you need to do, action items. And if you just leave them on your notes, they're not really in a trusted system yet. Weekly review is a good time to go through all of that. Make sure it's in the right place so that you don't have anything kind of nagging you at the back of your mind. It's put in the right place so that you know you're going to get to it when the time is right. Other things you can do, get rid of all loose papers, um, deal with any new any mail, like physical mail. Um, I like to, I have this desk right here that I work on. I like to clean this all up because then the next week just starts fresh. Everything's put away. You know, it's just, it's a great little ritual to end the week on. Um, yeah, clean your work area. And then as you're doing that, make sure you're capturing any ideas, potential projects, anything like that that are coming to your mind during that time. So that's part of it. It's just dealing with the loose ends, wrapping everything up, getting it in the right place. Huge aspect of a weekly review. And if you just did that, um, I think you'd have a lot more peace of mind and a lot more um, or a lot less of that sense that, you know, your life's running off the rails and going out of control, which can happen when we uh, aren't taking time to pause and reflect on what we're doing. Another aspect of a good weekly review is looking ahead. You know, if you want to be a good steward of your time for God's glory, you need to be thinking about how you're not just you're spending this moment right now, but how you plan to spend the next moments. And so looking at your calendar, what's coming up next week? What are the appointments? What are things, appointments that I should schedule that I haven't scheduled yet? Getting kind of a image of the lay of the land. That's a great thing to do in your uh, weekly review because oftentimes it will draw to your attention tasks that need to be done. Maybe you have a, an appointment with somebody, but you want to make sure there's something you need to look up first before that or do some paperwork for it or whatever it is. Um, looking ahead at your week allows you to give yourself ample time to do those tasks that those uh, appointments on your calendar might depend on. Um, it's also, when you're looking ahead, it's a good time to look at your projects. What are the things you're working on? This could be... Um, with whatever work you're doing, or maybe it's personal projects, maybe stuff around the house. Um, I highly recommend, if you don't already do this, keeping a projects list all in one place. Um, 
I use, like I mentioned, I use Things 3 for task management. It's just a simple app. And in there, I have every project, whether it's for my home or for my work or for church, like if I'm preparing a message or something like that, like everything's in there. And so when I look in there, I see all the commitments I have basically that are actionable. And every week when I'm good during my weekly review, I look at all those and I ask myself, okay, what are my top priorities for next week? What are the projects I need to make progress on? Which ones do I want to try to finish out this week? Uh, when am I going to do them? You know, maybe I want to drop some of that in the calendar. Um, what can I drop? What can I not do? Are there things on here that have been sitting there forever? I'm never actually going to do them. Well, put them in your, you know, someday slash maybe folder or just get rid of them all together. If they're just taking up uh, space and adding mental clutter, uh, what projects are stalling out? This is a big one. Oftentimes we have things that we put off for, you know, days, weeks, months, years. And the problem is we just don't have we haven't taken a second to clarify what the next step is. We've had stuff that like I need to mail for a long time. And I was like, well, what do I need to do? I need to find, like it was all vague in my mind. I need to find an address and I need to do this. And I need to get stamps. And one time during my weekly review, I looked at that thing and I was like, what is the next simplest thing? Buy stamps. And so I wrote that down on my project list as a task and I put it on the calendar, what day I would go and get stamps. And you know what happened? Once I got the stamps, the whole thing was over in a matter of minutes. It was, it was a very easy process after I actually did the thing that was preventing me from doing that. And so a weekly review allows you to have that broad range perspective so that you can kind of get projects unstuck that might be a little bit stuck. Um, and then another thing you can do when you're looking ahead is is there anything that you're waiting on someone else for that you need to follow up on? Uh, this is a great tip, by the way. In fact, if you look back at a previous episode I did with Chris Riser, I can't remember which number it is, but if you search um, for Chris Riser, you'll find that. He's a pastor, and he talked in there about keeping a list of things that he's delegated. And so he'll ask someone to do something, and then he doesn't just forget about it. He writes that down himself. So if he doesn't hear back from them, if they forget to follow up, he has a list so that he can follow up with them. I highly recommend that. That's super helpful. I followed that advice. And when there's something I've asked someone to do, I keep a list on my own end and I check in on them to make sure that they're actually doing the thing I asked them to do. So that's important. And that's a good time to do that is during your weekly review, send some emails, send a text, say, hey, uh, any update on that thing I sent you? great way to keep those open loops from nagging your brain. So you can deal with loose ends. You can look ahead. Um, you can also reflect on the week. I think that this is something that we often fail to do. And that's to think back on how we spent our time. So follow me here. If, if what I want to do as a believer is make the best use of the time I also want to be making sure that as time progresses, I am becoming a person who makes better and better and better use of the time. There's probably a better way to say that, but what I mean is I don't want to just make the best use of the time today. I want to look back and see that I became better at making good use of the time, that I became a better steward of my time over, over time. <laughs> use time a lot, but you get the idea. And reflecting on your week is a great way to do that. A great way to pause and step back and think, how did I spend my time? Did I do a good job? 
Was I a good steward? Did I glorify God with my time? I've been, I think I mentioned this in my last episode, but I've been tracking my time uh, over the last few weeks, and I haven't done that in a long time. And it's been super insightful because it shows me how I'm spending it and how I'm uh, potentially wasting it and really just how it's being allocated because sometimes you just don't notice. And you can look at that data and you can ask yourself, okay, is that the best use of my time? Should I have spent, you know, eight hours on that thing this week? And it's just helpful. If you don't ever pause to reflect on how you're spending your time, you're not going to get better at it. And so how do you do this? Well, for me, like I mentioned, I do the time tracking, but I also am a big advocate of journaling. Each day, I write a little bit in my journal. But I love to, at the end of the week, have a journal entry where I'm just looking back at how the week went. So I'll spend a few minutes kind of, you know, just writing about like, oh, this was awesome. This was kind of something that happened and just... You know, it's for my own benefit. And so I'm talking about exciting things that happen maybe with the kids or things I'm excited about with um, how Redeeming Productivity is going or kind of lows of the week, things that didn't go how I wanted to, things or are disappointed about. It's just journaling. But you're reflecting, you're thinking back. Uh, I'll also write a little bit about what habits I'm working on, how that's going, how am I doing with exercising, how am I doing with getting up at the right time, um, where can I make some improvements, what could I be doing better, um, how's my walk with the Lord going? You know, it's a little heart check-in. Am, am I in the Word each day? Am I praying? Um, how am I fighting sin each week? And uh, how are things going with my relationships, with my wife, with my kids, with other people? Like, how am I doing those things? It's just, again, it's a check-in. You're reflecting on the week. You're thinking about, how did I do this last week? And then spend a little bit of time um, kind of brainstorming, how could I do better? And praying to the Lord. Thanking him for the previous week. Thank you for the progress um, that you've seen him make in your life and asking for help to improve where you've fallen short. And just, I'll say with this, just as a side note, I, we talk about sanctification, right? It's important. Sanctification, that's being made more holy. That's part of after you become a Christian and you're, you're saved, you're justified by faith. The life of a Christian then is make up of you growing in grace, you becoming more and more like Christ. And that's a process, and that takes time, but it's progressive. You're growing as a Christian. And part of the reason I'm so interested in the topic of personal productivity, part of the reason I think being reflective about our own life is important, is sanctification is something you participate in. You have to be deliberate if you want to grow as a Christian. If, if you want to know the Lord better, you need to make a plan for reading his word and for praying to him every day. If you just leave it up to feelings, you leave it up to chance, you, you're going to grow, but not like you want to, not at the rate that you would want to. And I think that being deliberate, being practical is incredibly important in our growth as believers and our weekly review and especially being reflective about your life is a great way to do it. So we've talked about different aspects of the morning routine, about dealing with loose ends, looking ahead, reflecting on the week. And the last one is get creative. This one, I think, kind of happens automatically. At least it does for me. When I have dumped everything out of my brain, you know, into my trusted systems, when I have, um, you know, looked at all the projects I had, made sure that everything's in the right order, and I know what next week's going to look like, Like all of that mental burden is just gone from my thinking at that point. And all of a sudden the creative juices start, you know, seeping up to the surface and 
I still have my journal open for this part, but a lot of times as I'm reflecting all that, all these ideas start coming. And so ideas for things that I could improve, ideas of ways I should refocus my, my thinking on certain things, um, things I might want to try, um, tweaks I can make to my systems or my habits or my work. All that comes up and I'm, and I'm writing it down. I'm just taking that time to reflect. And that's also a time when I'm asking the Lord for wisdom. I'm asking him for wisdom. You know, James 1.5, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given to him. God promises us wisdom when we ask for it. And if I want to be better about having priorities that are God-honoring, and if I want to be better about actually walking in that wisdom, actually living out and making progress on those priorities, I need wisdom. And so I ask God for it, and I ask him for that during this time when I'm kind of being creative, because um, he will assist you in that. He will give you um, ideas. He'll help you to think more clearly so that you can live more intentionally, so that you can bring him more glory, so that you can be more productive. It's great. Prayer's awesome. Do that. <laughs> um, okay, finally, I want to talk about when should you do a weekly review. So, big advocate of weekly reviews. Uh, I've neglected them for many, many times, many, many times before. And every time I start doing them again, I remember what an awesome practice it is. So, definitely recommend it. But when should you do it? Formerly, I did them on Sunday afternoons and or Sunday evenings, and the thought process was, it's the beginning of a new week. Um, I'm already kind of after you know Sunday and going to church and all that. I'm like thinking about the week ahead. Monday's on my mind, and so I would plan out and look ahead at the week. That works. If that works for you, that's that's wonderful. I found that too many things got in the way of it, especially now that I have kids. Um, there's just too many chances for me just not to do it. So I like to do it during a dedicated work time. Now, other people will say, do this Monday morning. That's never worked for me because I just feel like Monday morning is just chaos mode. Like crazy emails come in. Nothing ever goes as planned on Monday. So I do my morning routine on Friday afternoon. And I just have found that the best time because especially even when I was working in an office, like things are a little bit slower on Fridays, you know, people are kind of winding down for the week. And so Friday afternoon was a very natural time to do it. Um, it's good because it's when the previous week is freshest on my mind. If I'm going to review how the previous week went, um, I want to do that when I'm, when it's fresh. I don't want to wait till Sunday. And there's been like Saturday in between where I haven't been thinking about it. Um, Fridays are great too, because often in the process of, you know, reflecting on the week, things will come up that you want to take care of. And if you're working in like kind of a nine to five type environment or world where there's people that, that, that are also still on the clock, you know, because it's Friday, it's still a weekday, you can deal with those things. So say in the process of reviewing your tasks, you're, you want to check up on those uh, things you've delegated. Well, make the call, make the text. Uh, it's better to do it then than on like a Sunday afternoon because that just feels weird in a, in a normal office environment. Um, so do it during work hours. So that's helpful. And then finally, Fridays I like because it's just an awesome little coda to the week, a little end of the week celebration. It allows your mind to kind of be freed up. You're dumping all of the stuff that's on your head. You're, you're at least making a plan for all the open loops you have. 
and you just feel free and confident going into the weekend. And so on Saturday and Sunday, your focus isn't split. You're not really thinking about work because you've dealt with all the work stuff. And you know that when you start back up again on Monday, it's all going to be there. It's all in the right spot and everything is been dealt with. I just think that it's, it's a wonderful thing uh, for helping you not to let work seep into the weekend. And I guess I'll add a fourth thing to that. Another reason to do it on Fridays that I like is it's kind of fun. Like Fridays, like you're kind of burning out. At least I am like you're tired. You're kind of already in weekend mode. And so it's nice to kind of back off of the heads down kind of work and look ahead and kind of dream a little bit and reflect and, and all that. I just find my head space is a bit better on Fridays for this type of activity anyway. So I would love to hear from you. Do you guys practice a weekly review? Um, drop me an email at reagan at redeemingproductivity.com. I'd love to know if you guys do what you do during it. I'd be very curious to hear about that because I'm always changing mine and I'm always doing different stuff. And uh, I'd love to hear if you have experienced the benefits of them and what those have been for you. And if you don't do a weekly review, I highly recommend it. Try it. Try it. Just try something simple. I, I know I listed a bunch of stuff there. You don't have to do what I did. Um, just spend a little bit of time reflecting on your week. Maybe make a checklist of what you want to do each week during your review time. But I think the number one thing you can do for yourself is to schedule it. Put something on the calendar. Make an appointment with yourself Friday afternoon, you know, from two to three or something like that. Weekly review. And don't let it be interrupted. Because yes, it's a time investment. Yes, it's going to be easy in the moment to justify to yourself, I can't do this. I don't have time. I need to focus on, you know, this thing I'm working on. But if you do it week after week, the long-term results will 100% outweigh the short-term inconvenience of it. Definitely worth it. Weekly review. Highly commend it to you. Just one extra thing I'd say on that. Be gracious with yourself. Sometimes I think doing a weekly review can, we can be kind of harsh on ourselves because we often, I mean, I don't remember the last week when I've actually finished everything I set out to do. Like, I don't know if that's ever happened where I've been like, I'm going to do these things this week. And I actually did them all never happens. So you got to learn to be gracious with yourself. It's a wonderful thing about being a believer, uh, is the grace. <laughs> it's grace that, uh, of God, that, that we can be forgiven of our sins before him. But it's also living under grace that we know that, hey, look, I'm a creature. I fall short. And even in things that are, you know, not necessarily sinful, like us failing to, to keep our commitments to ourselves, even in those things, it's nice to know that your value isn't dependent on your ability to do everything right and get it right 100% of the time. You're going to fail. You're going to mess up. But just like with our walk with the Lord, the important thing is that we are with the Lord, that we're repenting of sin, we're confessing it, and we're turning back to him. It's almost analogous. I hope this isn't like blasphemous to say, but it's almost analogous to that with the weekly review. You're keeping short accounts with yourself and with your own commitments. And it's it's your way of kind of checking in with yourself and making sure that you are progressing, that you are becoming uh, more productive, that you are working on the right stuff. And I think that's just invaluable. And so I highly commend it to you. Definitely try it if you've never done it before. 
Well, guys, that's all I have for you this week. Thanks for listening. Uh, get on my newsletter if you're not on there already. I think you're really going to like it. It's just newsletter.redeemingproductivity.com. There's also a link in the show notes, which you can click on. Hey, and if you like this podcast, would you do me a favor and leave a review on it on your podcast player? And also tell your friends about it. If there's people who you think might enjoy this at your church or at your work or, or in your family, let them know about this show. Well, it is my prayer for you that you have a productive week as you seek to honor the Lord with the time he has given to you. And I will see you again here next week. But until then, remember this, in whatever you do, do it well and do it all to the glory of God. Mm -hmm.